This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Labine. Only on the BetQL Network. For the first time in 2023, haven't seen you guys in a whole freaking month, but we are back. UFC best bets for BetQL with my man, Donnie Rocket, sitting across from me or next to me wherever I edit him, uh, you know, UFC Vegas 67, January 14th. As I said, we haven't seen fights in a month. How you been, dude? How your holidays been? And uh, most importantly, maybe, how was your betting year of 2022? We finished the year uh, really well, man. And uh, how you doing, buddy? Happy New Year to everybody out there. Um, yeah, dude, we, we finished, uh, finished the year really well. Um, about 148 units on the Patreon. So it was a good year, man. Really good year. And everybody go follow Donnie on Patreon if you don't already. I'll have that linked below in the uh, description of this video. But damn, dude, that's a good year. Plus 100 or anything above plus 100 units. That's a great year oh, in my man. books. Yeah, it was it was it was a, it was a great year. You know, a, a lot of uh, judges decisions went against us, but, you know, yeah. some for us. So, you know, it kind of evens out in the end, but yeah, it was a really good year. So for me, I think I was plus like, uh, let me, let me look actually, instead of making up a number, cause I have it right in front of me. So 2022, I was plus, oh yeah, 2022 was a slow year for me, man. I was only plus like 30 units, my slowest year yet, still positive, but between yeah. all the fifth round upset finishes between all the robberies and the freak injuries in the main events, I had a rough mm-hmm. year, man, a man of Lemos. If you remember on that parlay pool, oh, yeah. save my year on a huge hedge out. Um, if it wasn't yeah. for her, I'd be negative. Yeah. I uh the worst card of the year for me was that Salt Lake City card with Usman Usman oh. getting you know their head kick. So that that was that was definitely the worst card. Only losing month of the year was actually October. And uh yeah, so that, that head kick uh costs costs us. Brutal. Yeah, it, yeah, it, I, it was brutal. I think I had a five or six unit max bet on Usman. I was sitting on my couch like, ah, this is great. No. But yeah, you know, I'm that's, that's yeah, sport. Like, he was the last leg and I'm considered like a, like a, like a pussy to a certain extent where like, I, I like to hedge out, you know, put the, the last leg of the, of the parlay as, you know, like the bigger favorite. That way it gives me an option that like to, to hedge out, you know, but didn't do it. And man, all we had oh, to well, do man. is all we had to do is hit hit Leon Edwards live at like the in the beginning of the fifth round. I think he was like plus fifteen hundred. Yeah. And but things happen, man. That's part of the sport. That's why we love it, man. Best sport in the world, and 
we got nothing but good things to look forward to in 2023, hopefully, because we already have some big fights on the horizon. And capping us off is, I guess, what you could say the uh, the most underwhelming of all the fights, but it's still a good fight night. Sean Strickland stepping in short notice, taking on Nasruddin Imavov, UFC Vegas 67, January 14th on ESPN+. Let's me and you talk about best bets for the card, first time in 2023. Been a month. I'm excited. Let's jump right into it. I got one, two three four bets one of which is a parlay let's start with the parlay uh someone who i interviewed this week uh, someone who i consider a a, a virtual buddy of mine dan argetta taking on nick aguirre short notice dan argetta right now a minus 600 against nick who's a uh, plus 425 obviously you can't play a minus 600 a lot of people would say you can't even put that in a parlay but i'm going to anyways i'm going to parlay dan argetta with david basharat minus 350 minus 600 put that together Minus 175 to minus 200 range, depending on the bookie. Uh, Javid's going up against Matus Mandonka, who I think is a very dangerous opponent. But let me just give my spiel, and then I'll pass it over to you. Dan Argetta, I think he's just going to out-wrestle, out-pace, out-work this guy for three rounds if he doesn't finish him beforehand. Training at Jackson Wink, training with Damon Blackshear. He's been doing nothing but running, wrestling, and training. So I hungry as hell, he's going to get that dub, minus 600. Good line for him. Uh, Basharat, on the other hand, I'm so impressed with him. On the feet, on the ground, up against the cage, he seems to outclass everybody he fights. And I think a guy coming off Contender Series who got a dub over a Sheik Ajim, but it's a smaller guy, way less experience, got to go with Basharat here. So I think you cash that parlay minus 200. No, I, I agree. Um, you know, obviously, I, I don't advise playing and Dan Argetta. I don't, I don't advise parlaying him you know uh we all have our own styles but yeah he, i think you know i didn't look too much into his opponent to be honest with you i i, I was a little bit leaning towards his opponent his initial opponent Bulgarian. but yeah I, I think the pace the pressure will be will be a bit too much especially the guy taking a fight on such short notice yeah or get him if anything man he has a great a crazy gas tank extremely durable so yeah i i think he should roll and javid basharat yeah that kid's such high level, man. He mm-hmm. from the I, I've been a big fan since the contender series. The, the his opponent on the contender series was saying bad bad things about his nationality, and he literally just extend like he was you know an undefeated guy that he was fighting. I think he well, might have been an underdog, but I mean the, he he just punished the dude. Like he literally just extended he extended the fight just to punish him yeah. over and like you know round after round. He's and he just keeps improving. He's and he knows how to win. Uh, the, the, he's extremely technical on the feet. I, I do think that his opponent is going to be live here early. Mendonca, I think he's going to be live early. Uh, he does have big power. Uh, he's a good wrestler. He's he's good everywhere, but I think Javi Basharat will find a way to win. And uh, I, I think he's live for a finish late, but probably by I'll probably go with him by decision, but. Uh, I, th- I think he could get a late finish as well. Yeah, I agree. I think they're kind of just fast-tracking Basharat to the top, it seems like. I mean, he's got a win over yeah. Jones and Gravely already, so very but impressive. To be honest, yeah, I'm just going to be honest. I, I don't understand the UFC's thought, like thoughts making this fight, to be honest with you. Like, Tony Gra- like he, you know, Javid Basharat beat Tony Gravely his last fight. Like, who are they trying to – promote in this fight like who are they trying to I mean they have a, a guy that in Mendonca that's 10 and 0 both guys are undefeated why kill off one guy so soon yeah you know, like, I really I really don't understand 
the matchmaking here. But, you know, it should be a great fight, and I like Javi to get it done as well. Yeah, man, two bangers right there back-to-back to start off the prelims. Well, they're not the first two, but they're early on in the prelims. Um, My next fight, another prelim fight, I want to talk about the only ladies we're going to talk about today. Ketlin Vieira, minus 125, essentially a pick against uh, Raquel Rocky Pennington right now, who's plus 105, and that's on BetMGM. That's where I'm getting these odds. So depending on the bookie, it could be different. But, dude, Vieira at, like, I- I'm surprised she's anywhere this close to a pick I think she's better all around here. I think her biggest flaw is herself, her inactivity in fights, how she starts to coast, get comfortable. Yeah. But her last fight out, man, her coaches gave her hell for it. She picked it up, turned it around, and I have a feeling – we're not going to see that cautious Ketlin Vieira anymore. Rocky Pennington, she has her moments. She's dangerous, very strong. I just think she's going to get technically outclassed here and at almost pick a odds, I can't ignore the better fighter. Yeah, uh, I, I do think that Ketlin Vieira is the better fighter everywhere. I think she's more physical. Um, maybe maybe Raquel might have the, the faster hands, but I, I do think that you're right. Um I think she has, I think Vieira has way more upside in this matchup. She has been her own worst enemy at times, you know, with the volume, not being active enough. Um, but, you know, I think Raquel, Raquel Pennington, she's on a four fight win streak. Vieira's on a two fight win streak. Whoever wins this fight could be next in line for a title. Uh, Raquel, she seemed, you know, pretty, you know, jacked up at the uh, presser and seemed like she's ready for it. But, she has been out for a while with the hand injury and uh, she has a baby on the way apparently. So, you know, there could be, could be a lot going on. I mean, it could be a motivation, but um, we've seen her in her last loss against Holly Holm four fights ago, um, being pushed up against the fence, held against the cage. And I think we could see that here. My, my, my worry is just that I, I do think it's going to be a close fight. If Ketlin Vieira fights to her potential, and, and does what, you know, comes out the best, her best version of herself, and she should, she should win this fight. But I do see it, I do see it being close. And for that, just, you know, it's a pass for me and women's MMA, but a lot of variants. But I, I agree, Ketlin Vieira, she'll get the win. And due to Vieira's, you know, past, whatever you want to say, shooting herself in the foot in fights, I'm not going to bet heavy here. You're going to pass on it altogether. So for people who are in agreement that Vieira might get the win, don't put your bank account down on this. Put a unit down on it. Watch it. If it hits, great. If it doesn't hit, we know we're going to fade Vieira from now on. But definitely a play I'm going to look into a little bit. My next fight, the co-main event of the evening. I know you're very excited to talk about this one, so I'm not going to say much. But Dan Ige right now, again, almost pick em odds. Minus 125 going up against Damon Jackson, plus 105. I interviewed Damon Jackson this week. Big fan of him now. Awesome guy. Very motivational, very inspired, and just hungry in general. But mm, that doesn't win you fights all the time. And I think Danny Gay's big step up in competition, and it's going to be a little bit too much for him. Tell me your thoughts on uh, Danny Gay. I absolutely agree. I, I agree with you. And I, I honestly, I didn't understand the uh, the pick of odds. I mean, you know, Danny Gay is coming off of three losses in a row, but people have to kind of put that in perspective, like. He's fought a level of competition Damon Jackson's never never seen. Yes. Um, you know, he has I think he has a speed advantage here. Um, you know, Damon Jackson, he's his former nickname, you know, before you know, changing his nickname to action to to honor his brother was a leech. So he does he likes to get a hold of guys and just and just hang on to them. And um and in the past, you know, that's helped him 
but I, I just think that Dan, Dan Ige is, is the faster guy on the feet. I think he has better, much better cardio. Um, I think he'll be able to control where the fight goes. And I actually, I actually think Dan Ige gets a knockout here. Um, Damon Jackson's been knocked out several times. Yeah. He's been knocked out in fight. He even has knockout losses that are on his record because of no contest. But I, I, I think that Dan Ige, Dan Ige never been finished. He's the more durable guy here. I don't think that Damon Jackson's going to be able to count on him getting tired and, you know, finishing him late like he did, like he's done in the past. I I, I like Dan Ige here to get the knockout, probably in the second second round, third round, something like that. But I, I think Dan, Dan Ige's just seen a level of competition that Damon Jackson's never seen before. Um, uh, you know, he's training with high-level guys. Just, this might as well be – you know, extreme couture versus versus the world on, the, on this card, pretty much. Yeah. There's so many guys from extreme couture. Uh, Javid, the last three fights of the night with uh, Puna, Ige, and Strickland. But, you know, I think uh, Puna should get out, go out there and set the tone for them. And But I like Ige. I think uh, Danny Ige is, to me, he's my best bet on the card. And it's something you touched on that I think really is going to be the difference maker here is that difference in competition level. I mean, obviously, Damon Jackson's on a very impressive four-fight win streak. Charles Rosa outgrappled. Camuela Kirk outclassed. Uh, Dan Argetta, short notice. Had some trouble, but got it done. And then, obviously, Pat Sabatini shocked me. I was... Oh, my goodness. I mean, I, I, none of I us could it. have seen... I mean, when, when, did, when did Dan... When did, when did Jackson start throwing uh, head kicks? Like I, I know, right? I, I, like, like of, of course, Pat Sabatini didn't see it coming because I don't think anyone in the world saw that coming. No, man. What, but uh, if you, even with the impressive win streak, if you just put Dan Ige's last three opponents into perspective, Evliov, Josh Emmett, Korean Zombie. Exactly. I mean, he's losing the top five guys, man. Like, yeah. You know, it's just... Yeah, I mean Evluev, I, I think he he could be a f- future title challenger. Yeah, uh, I mean he's just a beast. I mean, and that fight was, I mean, until the knee landed for Evluev, I mean, and and rocked uh, uh, Ige. I mean, the fight was pr- pretty close. Um, it was, uh, and, and I mean, Dan Ige, to me, like if I if I go back and look at his last three fights, it's just like small adjustments in each fight you know, could have really turned those fights around. Yeah. I mean, but his his last four losses are what, you know, Qatar, Korean Zombie, uh, Josh Emmett, and Evolev. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, those guys are, are, you know, the cream of the crop, the top, you know, top and five type guys. Something interesting too, just gaining that experience. You know, if you look at the three guys, Josh Emmett, crazy boxer, wild punches, Korean Zombie, kickboxing, submission threat, Evliov, insane wrestling and a chin and durability. He's gotten a little bit of everything in the realm of martial arts against top five opponents. You can't say the same for Damon Jackson right now. So unless if Damon Jackson goes in there, hugs some legs and somehow drags Ige to the cage or to the mat for 15 minutes, I don't see him getting it done. And like you said, I think a knockout is going to be a good bet here too. Yeah, I I, I think Dan Ige, his speed, I mean – you know, for the for the power he has, he doesn't have an insane amount of knockouts on his record. But but he he's he's a powerful guy. He's a good scrambler. He's a BJJ black belt. I I think he'll be able to stuff the takedowns here, and eventually I see him getting the knock. I think I, I think he'll find the chin and knock Damon Jackson out. So Dan Ige at the odds. I I just don't understand the odds. Obviously, it's MMA. Anything can happen. But 
got him at pick mods and so yeah danny gay is my my best bet on this card it's a it's a tough and, card for betting and yeah and to be honest with you i mean there's a lot of a lot of you know, inflated lines and uh you know matchups that can go either way but to me danny gay should be i don't know i, I would cap him around minus 200 so i i think there's a, i think there's a lot of value on him here so I I almost think Vegas is having a hard time with this card because, you know, I talked about Catlin Vieira and Pennington. That's almost a pick em. Dan Ige and Damon Jackson, almost a pick em. And then the next fight I'm going to bring up, our main event of the night, Sean Strickland, plus 100, slight underdog to Imavov, minus 120. I, I don't understand either of those three fights' lines. I don't think any of them should be that close. I think Vieira, Ige, and Strickland should all be around minus 200, which leads me to my next point. Sean Strickland should, in my opinion, outlast the early threat of Imavov, take him into deep waters and jab his face off for a clear-cut decision victory. What do you think happens in the main event? I mean, this could be, you know, because honestly, I like Strickland straight up as well. Um, you know, plus 100, minus 105-ish. Maybe you could, you could. this could be a fight that you, if, if you think Imavov is going to win, it's probably going to be early. I don't see him winning. I don't, I, I mean... Maybe he could squeak a decision, but my, my biggest problem with him is his cardio. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, look at his last fight against Joaquin Buckley. He almost gave me a heart attack in the third round, and, he, and the guy slows down in every fight. I mean, he against Jordan Williams. Jordan Williams, you know, he was getting knocked out every fight. I mean, people act like Imabov has this huge power or something, and he just he he doesn't. He he has he's a, he's a very good boxer. You know, he has a good jab. He's long. But so is, I mean, Strickland has the reach advantage here. Um, people people knock Strickland's defense, but I think deep, uh, Strickland has very good eyes. He sees punches well. He parries punches well. And for some reason, like, I was on Cannoneer, but I actually thought that Strickland won that fight, to be honest with you. I, because right. a lot of those shots from Cannoneer just weren't landing. A lot of the, like, he was winging up a lot of punches. And because of, I guess, a little bit of damage on, on maybe that swayed the judges, but I mean, Strickland is is extremely technical. I, I don't think people, honestly, you know, know what they're looking at when they see it. Like they, they, I think they consider him boring. But I honestly, I mean, the skill, the, the guy is always training, always sparring, and he's always like, I mean, he fights like he prepares for fights by fighting. That's what he yeah. does, mm-hmm. and he he sees punches so well. I mean, obviously, Alex Pereira, but I mean, that guy has insane power. Come on. Um, and the, another thing to think about, Imavov was training for a southpaw wrestler. He's getting a complete opposite here in a, you know, an orthodox boxer. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, Imavov has to catch him early, or I, I just think Strickland's going to run away with it in three, four, and five. And so I, I agree with Strickland. Maybe he's, maybe if you think he's going to get beat up early and have to survive, and have to win down the stretch so maybe you could look at live betting it and get better odds even better odds on strickland but personally i i think he should be the favorite in this fight as well i mean he has you know and it's up at 205 as well yeah you know i think i think that's also an advantage for him so yeah. I, I like I, you know imavov has probably been dieting for a while he's been focused on one guy you know like i said a southpaw wrestler this is a much different style for him you know he slows down in fights and that's my my this is you know 
he's he's been in three round fights and he slowed down. And this is a five round fight, and that's my my, my I think that's the biggest advantage for Sean Strickland in this fight. And Sean Strickland's not a guy who you have to worry about gassing or not making it to that fourth round because Sean Strickland, unless if it's Alex Pereira, will most likely make it into those championship rounds where Ema Vibe's going to be at severe risk here. So. I'm glad we're in agreement. I think we agree. I think Strickland all... could also get takedowns too. You know, I mean, we've seen him evolve held on the ground sure. and, and not be able to get up. I mean, you can't count on Strickland wrestling, but I still, I still think he can just get it done in the boxing. Um, I think he's better, yeah. bigger, and badder everywhere this fight goes. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. So especially let's hope... the five round fight. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's hope we we're in agreement on one, two, three, four bets. Let's hope we have one, two, three, four bets. Hit well, I guess three bets because you're not tailing the uh Ketlin vet, but yeah, regardless, Ige and Strickland. I like when we're on the same page, it makes me feel a little bit better about my bets. But uh, Donnie, that's all I have for today. I gotta go interview Corey McKenna in a few minutes, um, oh, who nice. just is coming Congrats off a great victory. A recent win. A recent yeah, right, upset. yeah, it, it was a boring one, but she got it done, yeah, nonetheless. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but she she took out the uh, you know, the, the heartbreaker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I was like, oh, watch your words, but heartbreakers good. Heartbreakers. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's be, fine. I'll keep it nice. That's fine. Uh, but Donnie, thank you very much for joining me, my man. I will uh, link your social medias below. Everybody go follow Donnie, hit his Patreon. And like I said, January 14th, this Saturday, after you watch Tapped Out, tune in to uh, ESPN Plus UFC Vegas 67, Sean Strickland versus Nasruddin Imavov. Donnie, my man, kick ass and have a great day, bro. You too, buddy. Thank you.